Everybody Loves the Blues, which is kind of odd considering that the blues are mainly viewed as sad songs full of pain and anguish. Maybe we feel better because the poor person in it has it worse than me. A, a little schadenfreude goes a long way. Blues songs contain all kinds of emotions and concepts, including joy and humor. Hi, I'm Tim Rose, and welcome back to the first episode of Season 2 of the Tim Tunes Podcast. In this episode, we'll cover three blues songs that I've written and a blues jam. The first song is a blues rock song that I wrote for my wife. The next song is a little jazzy blues vamp. And the third song is a close harmony jazz blues comedy song. The last song is a 12-bar blues that I improvised over vacation just for you guys. But first, a little bit about my own blues experience. I first became interested in the blues when I was in high school. I started listening to what at the time was called psychedelic music from bands like Cream, Jimi Hendrix, Experience, The Who, and the like. Around that time, my current band, called Circus, acquired a new lead guitarist by the name of Larry Green. Larry was a teen phenom. He could play anything. I remember meeting him for the first time at George Dobbs's house around 1969 or so. As I walked up to the house, I could hear, I Got a Line on You by the band Spirit being played. I was amazed to see that what I heard was Larry playing the part on his Fender Stratocaster. I knew I wanted this guy in my band as his skill would greatly expand our song list and let us play songs that were previously out of reach. We were a top 40 band at the time, and the price for getting Larry to play with the band was to play music that was heavily blues-based and influenced. Unfortunately, most of the bands that he wanted to play were not well known to the general public. You can imagine the looks and laughs we got when we announced that a song was by the group Led Zeppelin, for instance. What a silly name! So, we learned a bunch of new songs by groups with heavy blues influence like Johnny Winter, Grand Funk Railroad, and Led Zeppelin. Don't get me wrong, all rock and roll and rock songs owe a debt to the blues. Cream had Crossroads and Hendrix had Red House, to name a few of the more obvious blues tunes. All of these musicians claimed that they were influenced by the classic greats of the blues. Willie Dixon, Sonny Boy Williamson, Muddy Waters, Robert Johnson, and B.B. King to name a few. At the heart of the blues is the blues scale. Tim, what is the blues scale, you ask? You're probably familiar with the standard eight-note scale as represented by the white keys on the piano. You know, do a deer, a female deer, Ray, I'll stop before I get sued. You know, do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do etc., etc., etc. Well, the blues scale is different. Some say it's based around the five-note pentatonic scale, but it's more than that. Lots of roots music, as it's called, like traditional folk music and the blues, start with the scale, but it's never that simple. Each culture adds its own unique twist to make it all their own. The blues scale adds both the minor third and the major third to the pentatonic scale. The interplay between these two notes is one of the things that gives the blues its flavor and lets you know that this is a blues song. Listen to these examples of the interplay between the major and minor third and you'll see what I mean. 
Now contrast that with a classical or standard scale for comparison. You can hear and feel the difference. To me, blues just has an easy accessibleness to it, like a comfortable pair of shoes. This song was written and recorded around 2003 with the band Horizon and has Jim Hallinan on lead guitar, Robert Sykema on bass, and Dave Brown on drums. It was included in the unpublished Basement Tapes collection. It follows an eight-bar minor blues format. Without getting too deep into the music theory, I substitute a lot of relative minor chords in place of the major chords. The song also includes and starts with the substitution of a major third chord for a five chord, a la Many the Moocher or House of the Rising Sun, or too many folk songs to be able to mention them all. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, please ignore what I just said and relax and have a listen to My Woman.
Does it for me were the truth to be told And when we get together our love is something to behold I just love those stingers at the end. If you're interested, I've included the chords on my Buzzsprout podcast site if you want to follow the link to it from Facebook. In fact, all of my lyrics and chords are included in the transcripts of each podcast. Playing music live is both energizing and exhausting. You get a nice charge of adrenaline when you face the crowd. If things go well and the crowd responds positively, there is nothing better. But you have to be careful not to overextend yourself. A three or four set performance is a marathon, not a race. You need to pace yourself. It's easy to blow out your voice. If you start getting tired, you may have to push your voice to get the notes or feel of the song. When the vocalis muscles of the vocal cords, some of the smallest muscles in the body, become irritated, 
they start to swell and produce an unpleasant hoarseness. If you continue to sing in this condition, you can do some real damage to your vocal cords. The best cure is rest. In addition to that, your entire being is involved when you perform. You're using your body and your mind to play your instrument and sing and maybe even dance. You're listening to the music while you are performing it and you're thinking ahead to what the next part is. You have to concentrate even if you know the material very well. It's a short trip from being in the zone to zoning out and you have to do this all while making it look easy. Now, imagine that you're playing songs that you've written about yourself by yourself. There is no safety net. You couldn't be more naked. It's easier to take your clothes off in front of the crowd than it is to play your own stuff by yourself. You are the whole group. You're simultaneously playing and singing. You're also your own bassist and percussionist, and you front the band as well. Yet, you still have to perform the songs with heart and with passion and with compassion and feeling. The point is that as wonderful as it is to play for an audience, it's also physically and mentally exhausting. So don't be upset when performers take a break after an hour or so. Personally, I need the time to rest my voice and my mind and rehydrate. I think of the break as part of the performance. I'm still working during the break. I'm preparing for the next set. I wrote this next song as a vamp that I could talk over to introduce a set break. So at the end of a set, I could say stuff like, Hey, I'm going to be taking a short break. Please relax, have another drink, and talk amongst yourselves. I'll be back in a few, so don't change that dial. As if anyone has a dial anymore. It's just a nice little jazzy blues number. No big whoop. I wrote this in college and recorded this in my studio in 2003. I sang the vocals, played guitar and bass, and programmed the drums. So please, relax, and have another drink as you listen to Man of Leisure. And be the t- 
topic of all of your complaints I just don't want to give you no pain Time. And baby, if you like me, well, then come on up and see me sometime. Come on up and see me sometime. You know, baby, 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 man of leisure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. end of the night it was always hey you don't have to go home but you can't stay here without a doubt one of the instruments most associated with the blues after the guitar is the harmonica or blues harp when i was a kid i always wanted to play the blues harp but i just couldn't quite figure out what they were doing how did they get those wonderful sounds? Did they have some special kind of instrument? Was there some mysterious technique that I didn't know? Turns out, it was both. Around 1970, when I was in high school, I'd been trying to figure out how to play blues harp for a few years. First, I made the mistake of buying a chromatic harmonica. This kind of harmonica is great for playing a straight scale, but try as I might, I just couldn't get it to sound like a blues harp. Then, I bought a Honer Marine Band harmonica. One day, after school, I was in the multipurposeless room at my high school playing away by myself, trying to get a good sound out of my Marine Band. There was this janitor there sweeping the floor with one of those giant dust mop brooms. He heard me trying to play my harmonica and asked if he could play it for a bit. I was dubious but said, sure, and handed it over to him. He leaned his broom against his shoulder and cupped the harmonica in his hands. Out came that beautiful, mysterious sound that I'd been searching for. I asked him how he got that great sound, and he said, You have to play cross harp. For blues and E, you have to play an A harp. Start by sucking instead of blowing. You can bend the notes by moving your tongue back in your mouth as you suck on the harp. He handed me back the harp and I tried it a few times but was only able to bend the notes slightly. I said, how do you do it? He looked at me and he said, practice. Well, since I was already a master at blowing, now it appeared I would have to become a master at sucking as well. So I set out to practice. I would pace the hall of our house, the house wasn't large enough to have more than one hall, sucking on that harmonica for hours on end. My poor mother. Eventually, I reached a journeyman's competence that I owe all to my mysterious harp Santa. The original lyrics for this jazzy blues vocal included the phrase, 
hump your hubby happy. Thankfully, my wife helped me correct the phrase to hug your hubby happy before I recorded it. Written in the early 2000s and recorded around 2007, here is me playing everything and singing everything in Double Lucky. Less than 24 hours ago Me and my baby gonna have a little baby Now it looks like she's ready to go again Me and my baby gonna have another day When she gets that look in her eye I'm about to become a most fortunate guy Looks like I might just be getting lucky once again Double 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 Kids are gone and the moon is high again. Me and my baby gonna make it with my baby. When she gets that look in her eye, I'm about to become a most fortunate guy. This like I might just be getting lucky once again. Jubba 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 lucky, jubba jubba lucky, jubba lucky, jubba 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 lucky, jubba jubba lucky. Just might get lucky tonight again. If you want to please your man Make a happy, happy, have a happy hubby Mark my words, let him know how you feel again Have a happy hubby, hug your hubby happy Twice in one day, too much to ask It's not like it's some kind of impossible task Might just be you'll get lucky yourself once again Jubba, 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 lucky Jubba, jubba, lucky since I've already gone too long, I'll keep this section short. After the usual tagline, there'll be a 12-bar blues jam that I made just for you nice people. So hang around if you like, or don't. As always, you can subscribe to this podcast or stream or purchase my published music on your favorite source, Google, Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. Just open up the podcast app on your phone and search for Tim Tunes. Also, 
please join our Facebook group, Tim Tunes, to comment or ask questions or whatever. Now, here it is as promised. 